Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast AM. Connie Willis, catch me at ConnieWillis.com. Catch me if you can. I remember there was a song called that. Hmm. I have to remember who that was. Catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. Oh, if you all remember it, let us know. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, we have our guest tonight is Anthony Sanchez, and he's talking about his Ghost Hunter apps as well as some other things because he's been a longtime friend of Coast to Coast. And so he's got a lot going on, the UFO world, uh, uh, the Dulce connection, all that kind of good stuff, which is totally interesting. I've been out there before myself, and it'd be fun to go out there with him. We, uh, Anthony, we'll have to do a Creepy Hotspots together at one point. That'll be really fun. Oh, that'd uh, be amazing. It'll be so cool because uh, we like attract stuff too, don't we? <laughs> oh my God. You know, I, I I wanted to mention I had the pleasure of being on a couple of episodes of Beyond Belief with George Nori. Yeah, and I met Tom, and you know it was just an amazing experience. I'm so great. <laughs> Tommy's funny guy. I like his sense of humor. I love when he's on because we get to talk together on air and uh yeah i know you know the whole crew and everybody what do you think of boulder it was like vote at the number one place what do you think because there's there's a lot of people there that are channeling ets constantly a lot of psychics a lot of you know into that kind of thing the enlightened consciousness side if you remember a major part of the movie that i made was at the boulderado hotel You know, at the time, I didn't even recognize that. Oh, my gosh. So I was there. (laughs) Very haunted. (laughs) Which place was that? Was that where I was kicked down the steps? Right. right. No, no, that was in Nevada. But, but, uh, Connie, I wanted to ask Tom about Paranormal Date. What about us people that want to hook up with Bigfoots? With the Bigfoots, not Bigfooters, but true, just Bigfoots. No, 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 not, not Bigfooters. Those of us that want to hook up with an actual Bigfoot. Hmm. I think that's, that's a new one coming out. It's a spinoff called BigfootDate.com, but I don't know if you want to deal with that that's one. That's a liability. We can't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I want to shift over to the Bigfoot crowd. <laughs> you actually want to date a Bigfoot? Yeah. Hey, Tom, I'm being facetious, but maybe... <laughs> <laughs> We're going with you. I don't know. You don't, no dropping of the soap. Well, that's a new one on me, but uh, you know, not right now. Not right now. <laughs> I'm just getting the visual. I'm going to take you out, Anthony, and you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna see one. You're gonna go. I, I retract. I retract. <laughs> I'm pretty sure about it. But anyhow, no, no. I'm just being facetious. Trying oh, to- that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, we know that. We're just messing with you back because there's oh, no well, way you'd want to do that. <laughs> At Amazon, there's a whole subculture of people that buy books on the topic of humans being with Bigfoot. It's kind of crazy, but it actually exists. Oh yeah, there's a there's a lot of history in that too, and and then what? Um, uh, there's a lot of stories about that. There's a lot of books. You're exactly right, written about that, and then um, the being that comes from that. So there's a lot of uh, and people have some pictures and stuff, too. So it's interesting that well, you bring that up. Of, uh, well, I know you're probably familiar with some of the cases of the purported hybrids mm-hmm. that resulted from encounters between Bigfoots and humans. It's amazing, but there are actual people that have claimed this. You yes. Know, it's part of the whole cryptozoology thing, but it's a definitely something that people have claimed. Yeah. 
Yep. Oh, yeah. There's some a lot of big stories about that. See, we we're we're gonna take you into the Bigfoot world next. That's that's next for you. I love it because that'll be great with the apps. And now, so how many I, new? I, I I interviewed somebody at Dulce, New Mexico, back in 2012. He worked in law enforcement, and what most people don't realize is that the areas between Dulce and Taos, New Mexico, is filled with stories of hybrids yes. that, that come from you know, the Dulce facility. Yeah. And they definitely fall in the cryptozoology uh, you know, uh, arena because they're hybrids of humans and animals. <clears throat> and he described 19 encounters in livid detail. And it was just amazing. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, I had representatives from the AFSCME organization, from MUFON, in attendance with me when we interviewed this guy. And it was just amazing that, you know, winged creatures, you mm-hmm. know, hoofed creatures, you know, hybrid. It just, it's not all ETs. You know, there's, there's a lot more happening at Dulce. And, and when I very first went there the first time, I was sitting outside of the casino there. It's a little, it's a little small spot, everybody that you can go to. That's a hotel and a casino and on the reservation. And I sat right outside that casino and somebody came out, they had, I I guess it's what, you gotta be 18 or something. Whoever it was, they were like at that exact age. There's no question. And I just thought, you know, I'm going to ask one of these people about where to go because I was there with someone. We were trying to figure out where do we go on this reservation to see what, at the time, we were all about the underground and the ET and, and you know, the you know all the discs flying around, all that kind of stuff. So, so I asked somebody about that just out of the blue. And, you know, that's one area you can ask anything and people go, they don't look at you funny. And uh, the guy had said, oh, yeah, we have that happening all the time. And, and he pointed to where I could go. But he said, but more so, we have some other thing. He said, there's a lot of Bigfoot around here. He said, and there's a lot of other things. I don't know what they are. He said, but they'll just run by the house. You'll see them just running by the window. And he spoke of it as, what's that? What's that? So reports of creatures there. Yeah, lots. Yeah. Lots. Lots. And he said, too, here was something interesting, too. He said, um, you could look outside, okay, and let's say there's a, a house across the street, maybe five trees in the yard, and it would actually look like everything was going to the left. What he wow. saw in front of him would be moving to the left. And a lot, not a little, where did that happen? But it would just be moving, you know, like, right. wow. Yeah. And that's something when people see that, I hear that from the psychic spies a lot. I've heard that from Lynn Buchanan a lot. Right. You know, don't just move. That whole region is, is gotta be one of the most uh, mystifying regions of the country, you know, from Farmington to Dulce, you know, it's all the way to Taos, you know, up to Colorado. It's just, there's so much strangeness there. There. Yes. And just going through a drive that way, and uh, well, who is it? Um, one of our buddies has a app that they're putting out where you can go through. I think it might just be Colorado and the San Luis Valley. Christopher, Christopher O'Brien. Chris right? O'Brien. Chris O'Brien. Yeah, Chris O'Brien. Yeah, he's got like an app. I don't know if it's done yet or not, where it's got uh, all the 
places that you want to go if you're in the area to drive to and you can see wh where, you know, famous spots were of activity. I thought, well, that's really cool, Chris, <laughs> to put that together. So, yeah, you yeah, would know Chris, that. He wrote the book on the tricksters. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's uh, done a lot of work there in San Luis Valley. He's probably the preeminent expert in that whole, you know, region, especially with dealing with, uh, you know, the cattle mutilations and the, the various uh, Native American peoples from around the area and seeing all the history. Yeah, he spoke I of the ant people. Yeah, I met him in 2011 in uh, Angel Fire, New Mexico. Mm. So, yeah. It's a it's an incredible area, and that's where, and I haven't gotten to talk to you about yet, where I've seen, you know, Bigfoot, Dogman, and the beams of light were the creepiest things of all, That because you just never think you're going to see beams of light. You know, you hear about them. Uh, Hollywood uses them all the time in the films. But when you right. actually see them, it's like, oh, my gosh, Hollywood nailed it. And it's absolutely amazing. When you see it, you, seen I've you've seen, seen them too. So, you know, it's like, it's like, that's when you go, that is not of us. <laughs> yes. You know, definitely otherworldly. Yeah, no and, doubt. Uh, you know, I was with uh, David Weatherly, uh, another researcher. He, he wrote a book on the uh, black-eyed kids. Yeah. He, he and I were in Area 51, and we had night vision goggles and a whole bunch of other equipment. Nice. Jeez, it must have been, I think it was 17 degrees out. It was cold. But we were out there late at night, and we saw essentially a laser show being put on by the military. But these were laser beams being shot through the clouds into space. For what reason, we don't know. But mm -hmm. it was weird. Wow. Yeah, that was something. And it is something to be able to do, to, to go to the places and um, bring that, you know, just to see that. <laughs> and to be able to bring it to other people is cool. That's kind of the thing I try to do. But it's just really something to see that because... Your whole life changes and your perspective is totally different. And even more so, what you just came out of, of near death, um, mm -hmm. and just coming, your whole life has changed when you see those things. Your perspective is different. Uh, you know, everything you were taught is like, okay, forget that. Um, but then what you came through and with what you do to make these apps uh, to be able to communicate and to locate and then to come from a whole different realm of it after what just happened with you is really cool that it comes across in a more spir spiritual way. And I like the way you talk about what they are too. And I want you to describe them here uh, as yeah. well. And that, but that is what I really respect even more so on this next batch of them is that um, you have this perspective of, Hey, you guys, uh, very spiritual also from being there. And this is just a tool. This is all it is as a tool and you, you got to use it right. You know, it's not just going to just turn on. It's going to work for you. You got to, you got to respect and, and do this in a way that um, is meaningful. And it's just a tool. It's just a tool. Yeah. You can do it without a tool. Right. You know, and I always tell people, you know, so does Steve Huff, you know, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're better folks inside of the IGC field are going to tell you that no physical spirit box or ITC app can deliver results unless you possess a true connection or a spirit is eager to talk. 
you know, it goes back to this incredible nature of the spirit world experience. I always tell people it's like a puzzle. The solution is dormant. It's within us. We simply need to be awake to solve it. Yeah. How is Steve doing? Oh, he's doing great. He just released an app. He moved to a real pretty part of the country. I don't know where, but it's gorgeous. The pictures I see on Facebook. (laughs) He's out in the middle of the woods out there, and he's having a wonderful time, and uh, I'm really happy for him. You know, him and Debbie are doing wonderful. Oh, she was great. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, Steve just released an app, you know, an ITC app. It's fantastic. And I think that's the wave of the future because so many people are using phones now and tablets, but predominantly phones. Everybody has a phone. It's just the natural progression of things. So I had to do the same thing. You know, I I released an entire suite of apps for the phone. Before you talk about those. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, me too. And before you talk about those, because we might have to wait till the next segment because I don't want to cut you off on it. Um, Now, I cannot wait because when I go out and do the things I do or even, you know, there's times I want to do a Where's Willis with George Norrie and I'm so far deep into Rockies or mountains somewhere across the United States or some some somewhere deep where there's no signals. Now I'm looking forward to Elon doing what he's doing so that, you know, Elon Musk so that we can have these signals. Do you believe that's going to be a fix for us with signals? I know that you would probably know this answer, or is there another answer out there that, that we need? Well, there's so many different ways of interpreting, you know, the various technologies. For instance, the Bluetooth technology it's reading, you know, electromagnetic frequency, which the sun produces, you know, people produce, machinery produces. So you don't necessarily need to be online. But uh, the, the advent of this Skynet from uh, Elon Musk is just an interesting proposition. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.